I don't know if you are expecting this or if you will even believe that we did this. Only a few people noticed. I want to say we got four emails and the emails said, Flora, as we noticed that Sandra hasn't been posting on social media. Is there a reason? And the other 40,000 people in our communities didn't notice. Yes, my friends, we got off social media. We quit posting just over three months ago now. It was a 10-week test. You have no idea. Let me share with you exactly what happened when we quit social media for travel marketing and media and the enormous decision that we have made as a result of that experiment, the experiment that four travel advisors, four agencies did at the same time. And I have a huge question to ask you at the end. I'll see you on the inside. Hey there, if you are currently living paycheck to paycheck in your travel business because you don't know where your next client is going to come from, you likely have one of two problems, maybe even both, a traffic problem and a conversion problem. You see, a traffic problem refers to the amount of people coming to your website to learn more about working with you which means that the conversion problem is when your website isn't turning your website visitors into email subscribers, appointments, or paying clients. If you have a traffic and or conversion problem, your travel business is not going to survive. And that's not okay. And guess who is very much to blame? Your website. You see, a high converting website in the travel industry should be turning website visitors into paying clients with ease. If your website is not doing that, it is failing you. But there is a solution. Introducing Website in a Weekend, a transformative two-day virtual workshop tailor-made for travel professionals just like you. Arrive with nothing, leave with a breathtaking, high-converting website. Yep, just in a weekend. You'll equip yourself with a crystal clear core message, a stunning visual brand, content crafted with high converting frameworks and so much more. Early bird alert, sign up by September 20th and get your website copy written for you by my team. Plus, I will personally pick, pay for and place premium images on your website. Dates, mark your calendar, October 27th and 28th. Y'all, October 28th is my wedding anniversary. Show up, I'll be there for you. It'll literally change your business. Still unsure? Just ask Lisa. She transformed her website from meh into magnificent. And she says, it was worth every penny. My site now speaks to those that I want to work with. I highly recommend it. Or ask Patty who says, all thanks to you and your team, Sandra, I get so many compliments and new clients. I'm actually having a hard time keeping up with all the new bookings. So why wait? Elevate your online presence, attract ideal clients, and say goodbye to your website woes. Ready to soar? Join Website in a Weekend and let's make magic together. Head over to travelmarketingandmedia.com slash website to learn more and book your spot. That's travelmarketingandmedia.com slash website. I'll see you there. Let's chat about a common belief 
that having a solid social media presence is all it takes to boost your business or to market your business or to have a business out there, to put yourself out there. Now, you've probably heard that there is a statistic that Facebook has confirmed that only between 4 and 10% of your followers actually see your content. And over the years, that statistic has waned more towards the 4% than the 10%. So a little bit of basic math. And listen, I'm all about keeping math basic because when I was a kid, the math did not math. I really struggled. So let's just say, for example, that you have 100 followers. So if you have 100 followers for every post that you make, for every story that you put up, a maximum of four people that follow you are going to see it. I think that's so bizarre that we've known this for years and it hasn't shifted the way that we show up on social media. It literally, if anything, has put more pressure on our shoulders. I would not do anything aimed at 100 conversions and settle for four. Like I wouldn't, I'd be mad if I cooked a meal for a hundred people and only four ate. I would be upset, livid, if I invited a hundred people to a party and only four even acknowledged that they saw the invitation. I just don't know why it became acceptable that 4% of people seeing the content that we buy, that we create, that we optimize, that we tweak. I just don't understand where that became okay for us, why we let ourselves accept that. It's so interesting to me because when somebody starts a business in any field, um, I remember Anthony's 50th birthday and I had to find all of these events type of businesses. Um, I needed a person to do a charcuterie board. I needed a balloon decor specialist kind of person. I needed a DJ. I needed, um, what else did I need? Oh, I wanted a food truck, like a dessert food truck. All of these like small little things. Oh, I needed uh, somebody to print some signs for me. I needed someone else to do some floral arrangements. All tiny businesses. And I wanted to find them Um, and book them for this event because I wanted to support small business, but I also absolutely wanted somebody local to me, not traveling across Los Angeles. And I remember how hard it was to be able to find people. Nobody was showing up on Google. Nobody was showing up, I don't know, like in referrals from friends and family. Like I would put out you know, messages, I would send text messages and voicemails and call friends and family in LA and say, have you, do you know someone who does charcuterie boards? Do you know somebody that does balloon like decor, like really gorgeous balloon displays? And everybody would say no. Do you know anyone who owns a food truck? Do you know anyone who owns a cocktail truck? Everybody would say no. And then a couple of my friends decided to jump online and help me. And they also struggled. And we tried, of course, Instagram. We tried wedding um, vendor websites, thinking that if we could find them there and contact them independently from the site, that that would help. But we just couldn't find people. And despite trying on social media, where some of them did show up, a lot of them just didn't. But for the ones that did show up, 
it was so interesting to me because they clearly decided to have a business like charcuterie boards, for example. And the first thing they did was to create an account for their business, create a logo for their business, mess with branding colors. And sometimes they would have a website, most of the time not. And then they might post here and there, but they weren't actually showing up because when I looked for them, I couldn't find them easily. I, I actually ended up finding all of those vendors because I went to the venue that we were having it at and I clicked on some of the images of their previous parties and events and then clicked on the vendors that they had tagged. And yes, every single one of them was on social. They just weren't showing up. So it occurred to me, it happens in the same way in the travel industry. Every travel advisor, I don't know a single travel advisor who is not on any form of social media. I just don't. Please email me if you know somebody who is not on social media at all for their travel business. I would love to know. I'm so curious. I'm so excited. I would love to know. Um, I'm not going to try and convince them. Don't worry. But please email me if you know a single travel advisor who has no social media that is smashing their sales goals. So then I looked around and I looked at like other business coaches and mentors in the industry. I looked at like all kinds of different people. Um, it just like it just didn't make sense to me that people were rushing to social media, but then I couldn't find them on social media. And if I did find them, they weren't really showing up. So this experience, the 50th birthday inexperience, experience in addition with my frustration at myself that my own company my marketing agency that serves the travel industry that we are not consistent that we struggle to put out with consistency that we struggle we struggle we have so much content we don't even need to create content my friends we have probably about eight years of content we have social media schedulers we've tested them all but yet we still struggle to show up. And I had to ask myself, why? Why, girl? Why do you struggle to show up? And I'll tell you, we have showed up consistently before where we would post two to three times per day, seven days a week. We did stories every day. We did a reel three or four times a day. And it made no difference. It made no difference. But I did it because that's what everybody was doing. And that's you know, they said, you've just got to be consistent. So I thought, okay, well, I am, but maybe I'm not consistent enough. Maybe, you know, like my hair is long, but it's not long enough. I just got to keep going. I don't know what it will be, but I guess I'll see a difference. So one day someone will say, oh, your hair is long. And then I'll be like, oh, okay, it is. I, I don't know what I was looking for, but it certainly wasn't, I didn't have that aha moment where suddenly Instagram or suddenly Facebook started bringing me leads. I just didn't. And I ran ads and ads absolutely got me leads. But posting stories, regular posts and reels have never gotten me anything but a headache. So about four months ago, from the time of recording this, I told my team, F social media. I'm not messing with that effery anymore. And they kind of just looked at me like perhaps it was a moment that I was having. And I said, guys, can we try this? Can we try not to do social media 
And I'm sure they were thinking to myself, we're not consistent enough that that wouldn't be an issue. Um, and I said, can we just try and see what happens? Can we make it, can we mark this in the calendar when we're going to start it? And can we just not post? We won't take our accounts down, but we just won't post. And I knew in itself that that wasn't ideal because people would look and just see that we were even more inconsistent than we than we were before. And look, at the worst, we posted like once every couple of weeks, but at its busiest, multiple times a day. So we drew a line in the sand. We marked a date on our calendar. I will never forget. It was, <laughs> it was like the one task I set for myself, not to post on social, that is. It was a one task that I set for myself that I thought, oh, I can easily nail this. Like, <laughs> I, I had zero doubt that I was going to smash this task not doing something. It was the first time I set myself a goal of not doing something. So we told a couple of travel advisor friends about it, people that are in our circle of friends that happen to be travel advisors. And they said, I'll do it with you. And I thought that's like the friend that says, I'll go walking with you every day to lose weight. <laughs> that friend is like all gun ho. That friend goes to Lorna Jane or Lululemon and buys all her stuff, but she doesn't really end up walking with you every day. Neither of you end up walking every day. Um, so we did it. We did it for 10 weeks. We didn't post a single thing. We didn't do reels. We didn't do stories. So Facebook and Instagram, we posted nothing until the other day when I made one post, we went to see the little mermaid and I made a post on the travel marketing and media page about the little mermaid. And I did that on purpose. We'd essentially switched everything off for 10 weeks, no posting, no reels, no stories. And then I jumped in and made this post just to see what would happen if you suddenly posted, like would everybody, did they still remember? <laughs> did they still remember us? What would the algorithm do? Would the algorithm still show our post to people? And it was a really popular post. So I knew that my audience was still there, but can I share with you what happened when we stopped posting for 12 weeks? Okay, ready? Here's a couple of things that happened. I felt good, y'all. I felt really good. I felt like a weight had been lifted off my shoulders. You do not have to do social media for your travel business. You do not have to do social media for your marketing business. That's how I felt. I felt like someone had literally screamed that at me and I'd said, okay, I believe you. So I felt like it was a huge weight off my shoulders. I didn't feel like this was thing was hanging over my head. Like, I know I've got to do it, but I'm not doing it. I didn't have that feeling anymore. I sat back and watched everybody else keep running the race. It was like everybody is injured and exhausted and they're still running. And I sat back and thought, oh, what a relief. And then I looked at the tens of thousands of dollars of content that we have produced over the last six years and said, well, is this a waste? Like we have all these photos and photo shoots and captions and graphics and we've purchased stuff, we've edited stuff, we've customized, we've reused, we've repurposed. Like, is it all for nothing? Has, is every business who decides to stop doing social media now effectively, have they effectively wasted their money? And I chose to believe no, because that content still has the right message. That content still has the right look. We're just not going to wear it on Wednesdays. We're going to wear it on Thursdays. 
We're just not going to put it on social media. We're going to put it in other places. So, for example, we had this incredible post on social media. It did so well. And it was about hashtags and our four step hashtag process that works amazingly for travel, for the travel industry. And yeah, it's a great social media post. But guess what? It's now a really good podcast episode because I took that post and made it into a podcast episode. Like the post where we have dozens of people singing praises and testimony, preaching about how incredible our program is called Website in a Weekend. We put a post up about it and then dozens of people posted their experiences. It is like the biggest plot. It's like the biggest stage of compliments that you could ever see. What did I do? We're just repurposing it into testimonials on our website in a weekend page. So no, nothing I have, nothing I've created, nothing I've bought is a waste. So that was one thing that happened. What's another thing that happened? Weight off my shoulders, deciding that the content that I had wasn't wasted, that it would be repurposed. We literally went through our feed and looked at the highest performing posts that we'd ever done. Didn't have to look at stories, y'all, because guess what? Stories that long gone, stories have long disappeared. We looked at our posts and we decided we took the highest converting posts and we turned them into podcast episodes. Uh, we turned some of them just into short little mini articles or blogs on our website. And some of it is going to be turned into pins for Pinterest because Pinterest is not a social media platform. It's a search engine. So we'll put them there. And the rest of it, the rest of it is going to be Google My Business posts for our profile because they directly impact our SEO and how we show up and where we show up on Google. But can we talk about numbers for a second? Because those are all feelings-based results. The numbers of leads that we got from social media did not change. We were still getting leads from ads, but we were not getting leads from posts, stories, or reels. And that did not change when we stopped posting. What we did is we then took all of the energy, time, that we were going to a lot into social media and we put it into podcasting. We wrote 44 episodes to be recorded, 44 episodes. We put the time into, and they're all sitting ready to be recorded like today, batch recording today. And we also put a ton of content into website pages, uh, which, which checked off, like I said, we, we did it because we didn't want to lose the content, but inadvertently we beefed up our website. If you haven't been to our website in a while, the homepage is completely different. And we've really done an amazing job at beefing out our pages, our landing pages for our different services. So that was really good. What we were able to do was to focus our ads turning them into leads. We were able to build up new quizzes, new lead magnets. We were able to turn our social content into lead magnets. So where you might have 15 posts about Costa Rica, you can turn those 15 posts into a lead magnet. So it has been incredible. It has been absolutely amazing. The four travel advisors, um, I, I would love to share their stories with you. They're not quite ready um, in terms of their results. They're going to continue. All of them have agreed to continue their testing. They're going to push it out to the six month mark and then check because they don't feel like they had uh, long enough. They all said that I could share with you that there is zero negative impact. Um, one of them said something really interesting. Um, she said, 
Aaron said, I feel like now that I've stopped that I can see that I was marketing for suppliers. And I thought, oh my goodness. She said, yeah, she said, because I'm not getting anything from it. I feel like if anything, I'd become a marketing arm for suppliers. When really at the end of the day, all I want is to have a consistent stream of new clients. All I want is an email list full of people who want to book the kind of travel that I want to sell. So after we decided to switch gears and focus more on growing our email list and consistently delivering meaningful content to our subscribers, this has led to a serious change for us. We are, tre- we are deciding for the indefinite future to not go back to social media. Instead, we're going to put up a post on Instagram and Facebook. Those are the only two platforms that we run on for social media. And we're going to say um, kind of like not a goodbye post because it's not definite, it's indefinite. We're going to put up a post saying, hey, whilst our Instagram feeds are gorgeous, you and I both know it, all of the magic is happening over in our community at our website. We'd love for you to be part of it. Click on the link in the bio to sign up. Come join us over there. That's where we're talking about incredible travel opportunities. It's where we're talking about amazing experiences that you can have. So that's that's what we're going to do. Um, I think it's just really time for everyone to rethink your marketing strategies. Social media, if you've ever heard of the concept pay to play, has never been more true. Uh, it's this idea that social media platforms have kind of dominated and colonized our understanding of how business marketing should work. The fact that we all run to social media to set up our accounts clearly shows that our thought processes have been colonized. But the truth is the dream of going viral and how it can magically grow your business, it's not, it's not practical. It's not realistic, nor even if it was, would it be a consistent strategy? I really challenge you to ask yourself, who do I know in the travel advisor community is making hundreds of thousands of dollars in profit Profit, not sales, profit from posting on social media. And I want you to ask yourself and go over to the show notes. I've got a couple of questions that I want you to answer for yourself. But one of them, and I'll just share one out of the few of them. One of them is, if I stopped marketing on social media, if I stopped engaging, if I stopped my business profile on social media, and redirected everyone back to my email list or my website, and I had all this extra time, number one, how could I repurpose the content that I have, if I, if I can, if it's relevant to my goals? And number two, what would I do with that extra time? We know for us, it's in, being, in growing our email list, because our email list every month of those 10 weeks that we have been every week of those 10 weeks or every one of the almost three months that we've been off social media, we have almost quadrupled the number of leads that we usually get. So it's kind of heavy, friends, but I want to ask you, is it possible that getting out of the social media game for your travel business might be exactly what you need to get out of the rut that you're in and get into the serious marketing game of having an email list full of travelers that want to do the type of travel that you want to sell. See you in the next episode.